You're now listening to Empty Opinions with Eladi Polanco. Yeah, old school, baby. We got freaking, um, whatever the thing is that is called, like, samples. We got samples in this freestyles now. That's how good they're getting. Alright, ASAP Rocky x J. Cole x Playboy Cardi type beat. Diamonds, produced by AE Beats. Ooh, produced by AE Beats. Yeah, you know what it is. You know that I be rapping so wild. Yeah, I don't even know how. I be thinking all the times that I wanted to rap. Now I started rapping, now I realize that I'm so whack. Yes, I'm so whack. And she know that. But she know I ain't whack like Tierra. Told my bitch, need a crown like motherfucker Dana. Think. Wait, no, not Dana. I meant Diana. Yeah, Diana. Talking about the girl from Frozen, telling her to die. She was so annoying. I wanted to die. When I was watching that movie, she was just too happy for me. Told that bitch, no, blow me. Yeah, I don't even know why I even rap in the beginning of these episodes. It don't make no sense at all. But I just do it cause it's fun And I like having fun so I'll just have fun People usually don't see the carefree and fun side of me So I decided, you know what, let me force myself to show them that Next I'm gonna start doing the Millie Rock Or the whoa, yeah, I'm out of control, whoa, yeah, you know I'm going wild Yeah, what, uh, yeah, wait, hold on, what else can I rhyme with wild, wild Mild, high, low, hold on, that just went off the rails like a carnival. Yeah, you know I'm trying to row like it's that sport that I know my friend is doing. Rowing is apparently a sport. Shouldn't really even be a sport. It should because you know something people actually did to survive back in the day. But whatever, that's another topic for another day. And that is how we're gonna start this episode of Empty Opinions with Eladio Polanco. That's right. This is episode 28, I believe, of Empty Opinions with Eladio Polanco. My name is, as you may have guessed, Eladio Polanco. And this is the podcast where I like to take a look at everything going on in the world of news, in the world of my life, in the world of pop culture, in the world of random thoughts that I have. That's right. I like to look, take a look at everything. Um... I need to have like a set intro because I always like I always struggle with the intro. I don't know exactly how to say what I want to say if you um if you catch my drift. But yeah, this is what this episode is. Uh, well, not this episode specifically, but what this podcast is about. I literally certain days where it's episodes where it's just me. I just talk about what's going on in my life and you know random thoughts that I want to discuss and then pop culture topics and then sometimes I have guests. They may not be, um, what would you call them, famous? <laughs> they might not be famous, but they're, I think, interesting people, or at least I try to get an interesting conversation out of them. And yeah, that's pretty much what this podcast is. This episode is not going to be one of those. It's going to be one of the me ones, because this episode at the end of the day, or this podcast, is about me. I need this podcast to feed my ego, because I have a huge ego. You have to have a huge ego if you think people should listen to you. 
spend an hour of their time listening to something you're saying. But that's another topic once more that we can discuss at any other time. Um, but yeah, the way I'm going to start this episode, um, here's the structure of this episode, just so you guys are clear. It's going to start with three things that have happened to me in the, uh, recently that I want to talk about. How's go- what, like this segment I'm calling it, what's up with me? I don't know if that's a good segment title, whatever. Then I'll move on to random thoughts where I just talk about my opinions on random things that have no connection to anything. And then I'll talk about pop culture in the segment called pop culture popcorn, which I, it's starting to grow more and more. I really like it. Um, yeah, and that's what this uh, episode is going to be, is going to consist of. That's the basic structure. And then, of course, I play one of my favorite songs that I've been listening to at the end with the segment, The Ox. But you already knew that. I don't even really have to explain that. Uh, but yeah, let's just start the episode. And I want to talk about several things that have been happening in my life. Uh, for one... This and this is one of those things that I feel like just happens to me. Like, of course, this is what happened to me. It's one of those things that's so ridiculous that it would even happen to someone, but it does, and that person happens to be me. I um recently I matched. I was using Tinder and I matched with a girl that was in my one of my classes. Can you imagine how awkward that was? And here's, let me tell you a little bit of the story, right? So I'm going through Tinder. I see, I swipe right on this girl. We match. I'm like, oh yeah. And then I look at her. I'm like, oh, she's pretty. Don't really think much of it. And I'm starting to think, oh, she kind of looks familiar. And the more I look at her, I start to think, wait, no way. Is this, this girl from my Shakespeare class? Is that her? Like, I keep looking at the picture like, no, no way. But is it, though? But, nah, it can't be. But is it really? Like, I'm not sure, right? So then I'm just like, I'm like 90% sure it's her. Then I send her a message on Tinder once we match. And I'm like, hey, uh, you look like somebody. I, uh, you look familiar. And we both go to Temple. So I might as well ask you, are you in the Shakespeare class? I just had to ask because I, I just didn't want to like, you know, her because I didn't want that. I didn't want to assume wrong. Right. Like I said, I was 90 percent sure, but I didn't want to assume wrong. So I just had to ask. And this happened like about an hour before the Shakespeare class was even starting. So now I'm just like, oh, man, I hope she responds before the class starts because it's going to be quite awkward if it doesn't happen. And of course, it doesn't happen. She never responds. So then we go into class and. I try my best not to be creepy about it, but I keep looking at her throughout the entire class because I'm trying to really decipher, is that her? And there's a little doubt in my mind. That's like, maybe it's not her that kept me from even saying anything to her um, during the entire class, right? So the whole class, I'm just thinking, oh, I hope somebody like the teacher calls out her name or she volunteers to answer a question, raises her hand, something like that. But nope, that never happens until the very end of the class. For whatever reason, the teacher looks at her and says, hey, what's your name? I don't know your name. Very conveniently for me. And I'm just all ears now. Oh, shit. What is it going to be? What is it going to be? And I'm not going to say the name of the person. Mainly, not even because I shouldn't, but because I don't remember. I don't even think I remember. But... She says the name and it's the same name from Tinder. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's her. 
It's her. I matched with her and a little bit, even a little bit of background before that. I thought she was always pretty. Like I, I, she might've been one of the prettiest girls in that class. But so it was interesting, but yeah, I, uh, I find out is the same name, but as a loser that I am not a loser, but a, a awkward, shy guy, I don't say anything. I just let her walk away and I beat myself over. Like, why didn't I bring it up th- right then and there? But it low-key might have been a good idea because, you know, even as the days kept going, she never still responded. So that kind of put me like, did she mean to match with me? Like, well, what's going on? Um, so then, and, and also, here's the thing. I matched with her, and unrelated to me matching with her, I'm dropping, I've decided at this point to drop that class. So I'm not going to see her for, like, only one more class, and then I'm out. Uh, so I wait for that class because then I decide for that to wait for that class to so go talk to her. Uh, and then what do you know? She never shows up to that class. And that's the last class I'm having because I'm dropping the class in the first place. So I never got to talk to her. I never had the chance. Well, I did have the chance, but I didn't take my first opportunity, which turned out to be the only opportunity I would have had to talk to her. But like I said, I feel like she, I don't even know if she really wanted to match with me or not because she didn't even respond to the message. So I don't know what that was about. But of course that happened to me. And I just had to share this story because I just couldn't believe that something like that would happen to me. Like it, it's such an awkward thing to match with a uh, classmate. It's so awkward. But, you know, of course that happens to me out of all people. Um, but yeah, that's... Um, yeah, it's one of the recent adventures I've had on Tinder. Here's another adventure for you on Tinder. I recently matched with a sex robot. <laughs> yes, I did. And here's the thing. That happens a lot on Tinder. There's a lot of spam accounts. But you can tell it's a spam account right away because it would be like, Hey, go follow me at this place. and XOXO. Mwah, mwah, mwah. And then you're just like, okay, obviously that's a robot. I'm, I'm going to you know, delete this conversation right away. But the thing with this sex robot, it was like an advanced sex robot because starts talking as, to me at first, no trace of anything weird happening. But it does, but it, the story is interesting because she comes up very strong. Like, what is it you're looking for? I say some casual. Then she's like, all right, well, we should meet up. We should, if you want some fun, hit me up. I leave in like two days. And I'm like, whoa, that's a... That's a lot of pressure. I don't like having a ticking time bomb. You know, I don't like being pressured. I don't like knowing that I have 40 hours left like a fucking, you know, like I'm an assassin or something. So I didn't like that. It was a little off-putting, but somehow the conversation kept going. I ended up giving my number because she asked this thing that I think is a person at this point, right? So then we started texting. And at first, everything seemed fine. It seemed like... She was responding to the messages just fine, right? But then it got to a point where I kept asking questions and she would keep saying the same thing over and over again, but it, it reworded. So she would never be answering the question. And that happened like twice where I asked the same question twice and this person, what I think is a person at this point, isn't answering it. And then I'm just like, oh, okay, this is obviously... A robot, right? Like at that point, I got it. But this was such a super sophisticated robot. It could have fooled anybody. It fooled me for a while. So what I do is to try to catch it and make sure it's a robot. 
I end up, you know, sending a question that is kind of just, you know, a non sequitur, like a completely random question to get to see if she's going to respond with the same shit again. And then I would know, oh, obviously he's not reading the messages. So therefore it must be a robot. So when I do that, of course, the robot sends a message. Hey, you know, go download this app or go to this website and follow me there. And I'm like, there it is. I was like getting a little excited, excited too. I was like, oh shit. All right. I see why people like Tinder. <laughs> and then it all went to shit. So, you know, just a failed, another failed Tinder matched, uh, experience that I had recently this past week. And then now that's all Tinder, right? But this is separate from Tinder. Uh, but it does have what online, you know, I guess messaging girls, I guess that's the loose connection I'll have. But yeah, recently I've been texting this girl who, you know, uh, actually has sent a message and I haven't responded to it and I won't, I'll wait until the episode is done to be respectful of this craft. Hold on. I'll say that again. I'll wait to respond to her to be, because I want to be, you know, respectful of this craft. Thank you. Wanted that to be deeply enough to to for you to understand it. Do, do you see? I'm trying to be respectful. I'm trying to be respectful. I'm trying to be super, super, super respectful. All right, <laughs> let me stop. Um, I haven't had fun with the soundboard in a while, so I just had to get that going a little bit. But I guess, uh, yeah. So I've been texting this girl um, that I slid into our DMs, and it's been kind of successful so far, which is wild. I never thought that actually works, but I, it slid into her DMs. And as I've talked to in a previous episode, it's one of those things where I like sent the heart emoji. And then I was expecting to see what kind of response, if it was going to be just a scene, if she's going to like the message or she was going to fully respond. Turns out she fully responded. Uh, and then, you know, the conversation kind of just went on from there. Now we've been texting nonstop for like four days now. It's awesome. And she's beautiful. She's a, she's so beautiful, man. It's just, I gotta say, yeah, she's beautiful. But real quick, before I get into even furthermore on what my feelings are about her and just the situation in general, I'm starting to think, so the thing that I said about the four different types of responses you get from responding to somebody's DMs, uh, from a girl responding to your DMs, if you like do the emoji response, like I said, first is they completely ignore you. Second is that they see the message, but don't do anything. Third is that they like the message. And fourth is that they respond with the, with their own text. I'm starting to see that the people who respond with words, uh, are more, more, most likely to text you in general and could even kind of like you in a way, if they just like the message, it's possible they could like you, but it's more than likely that they're just being like nice to you. Like, thank you for being so nice to me. The two, the number one and number two are just like them being dicks or just, you know, getting just too many DMs for them to even consider any of them. But yeah, I think people actually responding with a text to you, you know, reacting to their story might actually be like a sign. So if anybody's listening to this and you do it and somebody fully responds with a text, just know, try to follow up on that. Bring any topic possible. It doesn't matter. Uh, but 
And but before I move on from this, I also have to talk about just having a crush in general. Like I feel like the beginnings of a crush when you have a crush on somebody is one of the best feelings in the world. It has to be like it's such a worthwhile feeling. Like a lot of people don't let themselves feel because they feel like they're going to get heartbroken. And I feel like like I feel I feel like the feeling of a crush is worth any heartbreak. Heartbreak, I mean. Like I really do think that. I feel like it's such a beautiful feeling. It's such a hopeful and innocent feeling that you get when you first start to develop a crush. And that's kind of where I'm at right now, if I'm being honest. So it's it's just interesting. I feel like that that feeling is so underrated and people don't allow themselves to feel like that. But I, I do think they should because it's just, you know, an awesome feeling. Like, and you really, it's like, it makes you feel like a kid again. It really does. You're like excited. Like you could be a full grown adult. If you get a, a crush on somebody, you feel more like energetic. It's, it's such an awesome feeling. I love it so much. Uh, yeah, I, I just love the, having a crush and I have one right now. So, you know, I'll enjoy it while it lasts before either something even better happens or something even worse happens. So who knows? Uh, I just wanted to talk about that also, and I'll keep you guys updated with this crush, obviously. I've been keeping you updated with everything happening in my personal life. Might as well do this. So, yeah, that's just what's been happening with a me, a Eladio, P-O-Lanco. That was kind of corny. That was, that was actually, I don't think about it. That's pretty corny. I don't know. I, I deserve that, I know. That was very, very corny. Didn't know what else to do. Alright, but what I'll do is move on to the next segment of this episode. And it is called Random Thoughts. I know, very generic title. Just had to get one. And this is the segment where I just give my opinions on random things that I've been observing and thinking about. uh, For really no reason other than I like to overthink a lot. The first thing I want to talk about, and this this is the... this is pretty recent. I literally just started thinking about this today. Homecoming in colleges is such a weird thing. I still don't understand what the purpose of homecoming is. Right? Like, I've always thought, what the, what the, like, I, even until then, until now, I almost don't even really fully know what homecoming is. I think I have a solid idea, but that idea of, like, you know, People being voted king or queen. It, to me, it just sounds like prom for, for college. I think that's how a lot of people describe it. And that sounds like the worst shit to me because that just sounds like people who want to go to these homecoming homecoming events and be crowned kings or the queens of the event are people who are like who peaked in high school and their best moment of their lives was when they won prom king and prom queen. And now they're chasing that in college that's such a loser thing right like that's such an like why do you like the fact that there's even like a prom equivalent to in college where it's supposed to be like where you're grown and maturing and you feel older more independent the fact that we have that makes me like you know it, it just seems like that's something for the people who were popular in high school and miss that feeling of being popular in high school and now they are, you know, they're doing it in college. They're trying their best to regain that feeling because they have to feel cool. I was cool in high school. Now I'm just another person in this college. How can I 
feel important again. What can I do? Win homecoming, whatever the fuck, the homecoming queen or queen, or I said queen twice. I know. But yeah, it's just, it annoys me. Like just the idea of home, homecoming, it's annoying to me. It's very annoying, but you know. People enjoy it, so I probably shouldn't be hating on people's enjoyment of things. But in reality, that's really what this podcast is in the first place. <laughs> um, moving on to another thing I've been thinking about. And I've been thinking about this for a while because I have a lot of, a lot of my friends are black. Yes, I mean, believe it or not. Yes, believe it or not, I do have black friends. Yes, I do. Stop being surprised by that. I have... I, listen, it's not that crazy that I have black friends. All right, everybody, please relax. Thank you. Um, no, but like I said, I have black friends, and I've started to notice this for a while now, but now I'm starting to really get a full understanding of what my ideas were with this. And it has to do with black people, the way that black people react when they're watching something horrible at a at a movie theater and now let me preface preface that's the word preface let me preface this by saying that i'm generalizing here for the sake of you know for comedic effect i don't really think every single black person does one thing everybody's different everybody's unique everybody's a snowflake everybody is the 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 number one person in the world okay i'm just generalizing for comedic purposes only but whatever you know, preface over. Black people, when they see something very uncomfortable at the movies, they laugh. Like, I recently saw um, Joker, the movie Joker, and there's a lot of messed up things in that movie. Uh, messed up things that you shouldn't really laugh at, right? But every time that I've seen people's reactions to it, and the people that I see that are laughing, there's been a couple of white people, but it's been mostly black people. Like, they cannot control themselves. They just start laughing like they're at a comedy. And something super fucked up just happened on screen. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I'm just starting to think that's just kind of like a shit, like a, a lot of black people have that reaction. It's not even that they think it's funny. It's that they think it's so dark or so ridiculous that they have to laugh. And that's starting to open my eyes a little bit with, like, how people react to different things in general, right? Like, I would never think to laugh at somebody, let's say, for example, it doesn't really have to do with the movie, but somebody getting shot in the head and it feeling like, you know, and not just like a Deadpool kind of getting shot in the head. Like, haha, that's funny. No, like something that feels like I just literally saw somebody get shot in the face in front of me in real life. Like, that's how realistic it felt. And then people laughing at it was just like whoa like it kind of scared me a little bit and then and now that so that was the black people and i could understand that that was their reaction but i knew it was just kind of like the way they were reacting to this highly fucked up thing but then there were the people who were laughing and cheering when fucked up things happen uh it happened in this movie and i was like oh yeah these are the people that could probably do a mass shooting if you're cheering at, about this, because you under you feel like yes, that's what you're supposed to do, which we should root for this guy killing people. It's highly fucked up. Just even the reactions, not even just the movie, but the reactions itself. It's been kind of worrying, actually. Oh my god, why is my mom calling? Hold on, I'll hold on, guys. You can listen to this conversation in Spanish. 
Let me answer this phone. Hello. Papi, tráeme una botella de agua, please. Yo estoy grabando ahora cuando termine. Terminó 15 minutos. Ok, está bien. Ok, bye. In case you don't know Spanish, she, my mom was just asking me to bring her a water bottle. I told her I'll be done in about 15 minutes. Uh, I doubt. I think I was going to take a little bit longer than that, but who knows? Whatever. But, yeah, that's just something I wanted to talk about, how black people react uh, very weirdly at fucked up things at a movie theater. And that's not the first time I've noticed it, but now it's uh, the most recent example of it with Joker. Like, it's been an example with, like, Hereditary And just other movies where fucked up things happen. Like, I've just seen that reaction from a lot of my black friends. And I'm like, okay, I think that's just how you guys react. But it's just kind of, it just always weirds me out when I'm like in the zone watching something that's super fucked up. And I'm supposed to be feeling bad about myself. And then I just hear somebody, (laughs) you just hear, you hear this. (laughs) Yeah, you hear this in the background. And it's like, what? What? (laughs) Or you hear this, you hear this. Yeah, somebody just having bla- having a blast by themselves, seeing somebody get shot in the head in the most realistic way possible. Oh, man, I just had to get that off my chest. Another thing I have to get off my chest is how weird it is that guys send dick pics. Why do guys send dick pics? What is the rush that they get from this? You know what I mean? Unless the only reason any guy should ever send a dick pic should be if their penis is bigger than like eight inches or nine. It should be something that could be that could that is like truly outstanding and like incredible to look at, right? From a woman from a woman's perspective. But if you have like a what, three, four, like a very, very regular, schmegular, degular size dick and you're sending it to women like what that blows my mind that you think your your dick is that like that you are you gonna impress anybody like i don't know how what these guys are thinking when they do this like that's an actual thing women get like dick pics all the time and they're never really that big and it's mostly from white people you know what i mean like why are white people so fucking that's how you know white people have white privilege bro White, priv- white people have such privilege that they think they can send a three-inch dick, uh, like a picture of the three-inch dick, and send it to other people, and it'll be fine. Like, what? That's such a crazy thought to me. Like, I've never understood. Even just a dick pic in general, I don't know. I don't Like, even nudes, I don't understand how people get off on that. But some people do. So, you know, I allow it. But it's like... And again, and I, look, and I'll connect this to... The long list of things that white people love to do that they're not good at. You know what I mean? Like, white people love dancing when they can't dance. They love singing. They love doing karaoke when they cannot sing whatsoever. And now they love sending dick pics that are when their dicks aren't even bigger than three inches. Like, what? Like, that's white privilege at its finest. And it's crazy that, you know, women have to go through that to really see those... Jesus, it's it's ridiculous to me. It really blows my mind. And I just had to talk about it because it's crazy that guys really do that and have no remorse. They don't care. Even if you expose them, they don't care. What? Jesus, man. And sometimes I don't understand people, man. Yeah. And that's uh, <laughs> that's the last of the random thoughts that I had for this week. Now let's get into some pop culture popcorn. Yeah. I still haven't changed the sound. It's not as, you know, high quality as I would wish it would be, uh, but I will change it soon. Uh, But yeah, Pop Culture Popcorn, 
uh, where I talk about pop culture. Pretty simple. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about, Tyler Perry's new studio has been debuted to the public. It's he has now he has like now a tour for people to see it. Uh, he's apparently been working on the studio for a long time. Like it's been of use for a while now. But apparently now is when he's like trying to show it to the public. And it's just incredible how big it is and how and what it means. Just like the, what that studio stands for just even black people in this country. It's incredible. Like it really is. It's it's outstanding. It's like apparently the studio is like the size of like three of Paramount, Disney and someone else studios combined. Like it's the size of three of the biggest studios in the world. Like that's how you know this is a good idea. And again, and now and look with every good thing comes bad things. Like I was looking through Reddit, which was my mistake in the first place. But I was looking through Reddit and I was seeing people talk about it. And they were all just like saying that uh, that I don't know. They were generally trying to say that uh, that oh, why does he need that much space? What's the point if his movies are so bad? Like they couldn't even understand what the significance of this was. They were just thinking about. Oh, his movies are trash, blah, blah, blah. Like, again, another, uh, tied, tied to this, another instance of white privilege. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you gotta be, you gotta have white privilege to think, to not understand the importance of having a big-ass studio while being a black person. So, yeah, that was just something that he should definitely get commended for. Let me give him a round of applause. If I can find the sound, there it is. Because that's impressive, man. That's so impressive. Like it's it's truly inspiring. It's one of those things that is super inspiring that everybody should know about and should try to follow in the future because it's just outstanding. Uh, and yeah, I just wanted to mention that really quickly. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about it, this is just a fun story, but man, Kylie and Travis Scott broke up. Can you guys believe that? Isn't that nuts? I can kind of believe it. Uh, it's not like that crazy. I, th- I feel like they've been on the decline for like two or three years. So from the time that she's been pregnant, I feel like their relationship was in the rocks. But now they broke up. But the interesting part of this story is now that they broke up is that Kylie went back to my man's tiger, continuing his freaking return to form as one of the top hip hop artists in a while. Remember when he had that Rack City song? Yeah, he, he wasn't that popular after that. And now he's really popular again, not only having a bunch of great songs, really popular songs like the Taste song with Offset. Uh, now he's getting Kylie, one of the prettiest, I think might be the prettiest Kardashian. Like that's, oh, well, she's a Jenner, Jenner, Kardashian, whatever. But yeah, the fact that Tyga got her and then, you know, Turns out, you know, it's it's possible that it has to do a little bit with some psychological shit. It might be that, uh, you know, uh, he was redshirting. And if you don't know what a redshirting means, it means when guys, like, get with a younger girl. Don't do anything to them, like, that's illegal. But, like, kind of groom them in a way for that when they are illegal, that they're together. Um Tyga definitely did that. He was known for doing that. He was known for hanging out with Kylie a lot. Um, but then, you know, it all kind of went to shit when Kylie decided to go with Travis. But now she's back with Tyga. I feel, you know, 
Ignoring the obviously bad thing of him redshirting aside, you put that to the side a little bit. You comperm. Whoa, whoa, what, what the fuck did I even try to say? Compartmentalize that to the side. I'm proud of Tiger, man. He had a good ass comeback with his music, and now he's has he has one of the baddest bitches in the game. Nah, mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm too tired to be doing this episode, but I'm still doing it. Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the fact that Tiger's back with Kylie, and that's just you know something I never expected to happen. But you know, if you think about it, it makes sense with all the fucking red shirting shit that was happening. Uh, all right, and moving on from that, I want to talk about the new changes that Instagram has implemented to their website, or website now to their app. Um, so recently, Instagram has had two new things. One, the first thing, they had a new filter that I want to talk about because it's the worst fucking filter I've ever seen in my life. It's damn near catfishing, but I'll get to that in a second. And the other thing is that they're removing the following tab away, and now you cannot know the activities of the people you follow and or follow you back. And man, I mean, which one should I start with? I'll start with the filter. That new Instagram filter, bro, it's so bad. It's 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 bad to the point. It's not even that it's ugly, uh, but it is. It's not even just that, because this is a ugly filter. I don't understand why people are even using it, but it's a bad filter. But that's not even the worst part, bro. The worst part is that it's damn near catfishing at this point. That people use that uh, filter, and it doesn't like make them look better, but it sure makes them look different. Like, different to the fact that it's, like, changing their bone structure and their lips and cheeks. Like, it's truly changing their way they look. And if that's not catfishing, I don't know what is. You know, Nev from the Catfish Show should definitely take a look into this filter because that's exactly what's happening here. I don't know how what else it would be besides a catfish, but it, but it is. Like, people are looking completely different using this filter and it's honestly kind of scary like i can see a lot of women who don't have lips and don't have pretty chick bones that are going to start taking pictures with these with this filter and people are not going to realize that this filter is heavily affecting the way they look at first and then they're just going to get plain catfish you know this is like the first filter that i've seen that is truly truly going to cause some catfishing and i know it i just know it uh, it's just clear as day. Um, and the other thing with Instagram, again, the following tab is now gone. You can't see the, you can't uh, track what people, <laughs> people's activities. You can't fucking stalk their activities anymore, at least not on Instagram. And, you know, that's been a thing where, like, it's mostly been women that, that look at what men like and cause weird arguments between them. And that's, you know, a lot of guys, I'm sure, are happy with that. But my thing was that I'm a very anxious and over, over, I'm a very anxious person and I overthink a lot. And when something's not happening, if let's say I'm waiting for a text and I want to know, wait, is she, did she see the text? Does she be using Instagram? Is she ignoring my text? I usually do that. Boop, swipe right to the right on the like tab of Instagram and then see if she's liked any pictures or done any activity. And then I know, okay, she's been on the app and just been ignoring me. Okay, I can accept that. But now I don't even know that. So I kind of just have to stop myself or like pray for the best or just ignore whatever is happening. And then, you know, let time decide if the person wants to talk to me or not. Uh, 
Yeah, and those are the two things that have been happening with Instagram lately, and that's how I'm going to end this episode of Empty Opinions with Eladio Polanco. Yeah, this was a great episode, man. I I, I love this episode. I, I think I went through everything correctly. I wish I would have had a water bottle because uh, my throat is dry as F. But no, it's I mean, it's done. So I'm going to play this last song in this segment called The Ox. Like I mentioned earlier, where I play my favorite songs of each week uh, or recently uh, to play in the episode. The song I want to play for this episode is by Pop Smoke, who is becoming a very popular artist. You know, a very a great up and coming artist. He had that song Welcome to the Party that was, you know, getting remixes left and right. Now he has a new song out with none other than a little TJ. So two New York natives. And I'm sure this song is like going wild in New York. But I don't live in New York, so I don't know. I just know that I really like this song. Uh, so yeah, the song is called War by Pop Smoke featuring Lil TJ. Uh, and I want to play it now. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. When If I want it, I'ma grab it. If I want it, I'ma have it. Christian Dior, Christian Dior. I'm up in all the stores. I make a call. I make a call and it's war. Nigga, you can check the score. We up on the board. And we all living lavish. If I want it, I'ma have it. I make a call. I make a call and it's war. Nigga, you can check the score. We up on the board. And we all living lavish. If I want it, I'ma have it. My niggas with it, money flow running through them digits. I know niggas matter, we did it. Say we live it, morals will never forget it. I ever get booked, I'ma crack it, get it and flip it. Handy right here, I'ma sip it. You try me and shot, see a biscuit. 24 hip it, I'ma just 24 hip it, cause bro said don't ever forget it. Gang with me, anywhere I pop, I know the thing with me. Every nigga here with me, gon' bang with me. Trey luck and bro going the same with me. Body dropping that shit in the thing to me. Smoking daddies, I'm rolling up lame niggas. Couple niggas here with me, then change niggas. Clean the mission, we leaving remains niggas. Shirley Bennett ain't playing, no fuck all this fame nigga. You would get flame nigga. Don't you front, I got Aim, nigga. I saw homies that fuck on my brain, nigga. I be feeling like going insane, nigga. I just got me a chat on my chain, bigger. You gon' die for the stain, nigga. When you sent me the idea, I came, nigga. Only me and my main, niggas. You ain't ready for static, don't play, nigga. We can hit you today, nigga. If you making it bad, better lay, nigga. There ain't too much to say, nigga. I make a call. I make a call and it's war. Nigga, you can take the score. We up on the board. And we all living lavish. If I want it, I'ma have it. I make a call. I make a call and it's war. Nigga, you can check the score. We up on the board. And we all living lavish. If I want it, I'ma have it. I got 30 shots for any nigga who want it. Me and TJ, we be hunting. I don't talk much cause niggas know how we coming. Niggas know I be dumping. Gluck not, dumping. Run Ricky, running. Blue face, hunnids. Know I'm the bill collector. Pull up with cracking, go get the blasted. Talk on my name and we wildin' out. All the ops in the split, ash it. Puff, puff, ain't no passing. You gon' end up in the casket. Cause niggas know what we into. I get the drilling, I'm sitting, I'm killing, I'm sitting if I get the feeling. I call Trav War, but he clap tools. Sit Remy like he pepper. Have him stand still like a statue. Have him in there like a tattoo. If I run down, he'll go on a headshot, no warning. It's a mid down when it's pouring. Gang spin early morning. I don't get mad, I get money. What you looking at, little dummy? I start bucking teeth like I'm bunny. And I back the rave off for none. I make a call. I make a call and swore. 
And nigga, you can check the score. We up on the board. And we all living lavish. If I want it, I'ma have it. I make a call. I make a call and swore. And nigga, you can check the score. We up on the board. And we all living lavish. If I want it, I'ma have it.